0: Hi. welcome to church today. The message you're about to
1: listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. I right, put that first scripture up about being separated. Um, I had a message last week about being separated for acceleration. Separation for acceleration. And God's been talking to me all week this week And and even this morning, how do you accelerate? Because the Lord just suddenly said to me, put your foot down. So I thought, what's that got to do with anything? He said it again loud and clear, put your foot down. What do you do? You put your foot down on sin and you say, no more. Amen. Amen? No more. You just make a decision. You say, no, I'm not going to gossip, I'm not going to eat wrong, I'm not going to do wrong, I'm not going to do that anymore, I'm going to be like God, I'm going to become more godly. Amen? So look at this, but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much That even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seized us with him in the heavenly realms. We don't live down here because we are united with Christ. Actually, Nate had given me this scripture. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us as shown in all he has done for us who are United with Christ Jesus. God's got his thing, He wants to point out to you in the ages to come, in the future. He, God wants to say, well done for overcoming fear. Well done for overcoming insecurity. Well done. Well done for doing more, for loving the unlovely. Well done. Separation from sin is becoming to you. Now, when you say no and you put your foot down and you say no to sin, it's good. It's really good. So I, I'm just going to go back to this briefly about this thing about putting your foot down. acceleration, it's like I looked it up this morning when I got up because it just came kind of bursting out last week because I wasn't you know sometimes you're not expecting things be aware this year as you become pregnant with God you may not be expecting the things that are going to happen but let God just come out of you and as he just comes out of you it's like this morning when I was looking this up acceleration it's a hastening it's a spurt it's a speed up It's a hurrying, a quickening, a rushing. It's like, how do you make a car go faster? You put your foot on the accelerator. I remember years and years ago, before I was born again, and a a man I had worked for said, put your foot down hard. It was a brand-new Ferrari, you know. I mean, I thought I put broom. I mean, it made a lot of noise. I'm a girl. Leave me alone, okay? I'm not into this whole car thing. But I put my foot on. He said, no, put your foot on the accelerator. I thought, I am. (laughs) You know, don't you feel like that sometimes? Well, God's a bit like that. Believe me. Believe my word. This is the season. Believe me. Trust me. I went into one of the rooms in the house the other day and I was like, gosh, I had so many decisions to make and everything felt so uncertain. And he said, my word is certain. My word is certain. You are the healed of the Lord. You are the blessed of the Lord. So all you have to do is put your foot down hard. Come on, start engaging with God. When we were singing that beautiful song about I want to fall more deeply in love with you, that was so great. There was a moment of becoming closer. And that's what life is all about. I don't just live in the earth because I just happen to live here. I live in the earth with a purpose. And sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm fulfilling that purpose. Sometimes it comes off harsh or it comes off wrong. Sometimes you're misunderstood. But you know what? You have to hold on. If you want God in your life, hold on to him. Hold on to his word. If you know you're called to prosper, hold on. If you know you're called to be healed, hold on. If you don't know, it's, it's silly to say, well, I don't actually understand the gospel. It's silly to say that. Ask him if you need to understand a part of it. Each one of you have things to overcome in life. You know, we all do. But God is here to help us. He's a present help. He's a present help, a very present help. Hebrews 4 says, I think it's Hebrews 4. It's a very present help in time of trouble. So, Father, we ask you this morning, Holy Spirit, we asking you to help us. To help us put our feet down on the place of acceleration that we need to. To help us come and pray boldly, confidently. To come into your throne room confidently, boldly. Father, in Jesus' name, we release the anointing upon our lives on others. It's time for new leaders to emerge. It's time for new things to happen. Come on, just receive it. We call upon our inheritance, our destiny. We call upon it in Jesus' name. We've opened up the file drawers in the heavenly courts, and we've opened and taken out our destiny, and we're walking in it. And, Father, we thank you for many, many intercessors, uncovering all kinds of places, you know who, the enemy of our soul, the enemy of heaven has bound up in chains. And we say the chains are undone. A lot of people gathered to pray yesterday and got an agreement. And we thank you the warriors came out at the end of the morning. We thank you they all came together and they warred. We bless you. We thank you. There are many people, there are many people in this nation who can no longer hide, no longer hide. They put their feet down and we thank you. And, Lord, we thank you for Pastor Rod this morning. We thank you this morning in Jesus' name. Fresh strength. You said we go from strength to strength. So we thank you for him. We thank you. It is well with him. It is well with him. Very well. More well than we understand. And we pray that everything in his spirit comes up into his mind in Jesus' name and floods his mind with abundance in Jesus' name. We thank you. Thank you. His best days are ahead of him in the name of Jesus, in this earth, in this earth. And we declare in the realm of the Spirit, no weapon formed against him will prosper. Amen? Amen. No weapon, no weapon formed against any of us will prosper. You have to fight sometimes. You have to fight. You have to put your foot down on the accelerator and say, this is a weapon, this is formed against me, and it will not prosper. Be it money, be it health issues, relationship issues, it will not prosper. We're we're heading one direction. We're going in one direction. We are. It's up. It's good. It's victorious. I want to show you a picture I showed you last week. Oh, yeah, there it is. Look, isn't this great? It's a great picture because it's an airplane that's going through the sound barrier. And I want to encourage you because we're in a time of acceleration. When you go through, it's another realm. It's another realm. If you live in the other realm, you'll do well. People will say, oh, whatever. Hey, they're welcome to join you. They're welcome to join you. Right now, over our heads, oh, gosh, in Jesus' name, as you praise, as you worship, as you pierce through, there's a, Quickening. There's a quickening. There's a quickening. You think you're who you are because of what you do, but actually we're who we are because of who God has made us. So I wanted you to see this again because I want you to look what it means when it goes through. Have you got the other slide with the, all the facts? I kind of sped through this last week. I was just... Whew, The speed of sound is the distance traveled per unit time by a sound wave as it propagates through an elastic medium at 20 degrees centigrade. The speed of sound in air is 343 meters per second or a kilometer in 2.9 centigrade, I guess that means 2.9 seconds. Or a mile in 4.7 seconds. It depends strongly on the temperature. Listen, if you're in a big battle, God's going to show up bigger. That's all that's telling us. Okay? Temperature can represent for us a type of the spiritual climate we're in. So what is the speed of light? And I said, Psalm 119, verse 130, the entrance of God's word is light. It's a light. It shows me what to do next. The entrance of the word is great. I don't know what to do many times. Sometimes I know just because he's prompting me, but Staying in the Word and reading the Word, you you get told that by going to church. I know you get told that a lot. But you know what? The speed of light, put simply, light moves at an incredible speed and is the fastest moving thing in the universe. You know, when I come into a situation and I pray, Father, no weapon formed against me will prosper, it's God's Word. It's a bridge to eternity. When I pray, everything I put my hands to is blessed, it's a bridge. When all the Brexit stuff started a few months back, I thought, God, there's so much confusion in the spirit. And he said, well, go to my word. And the first thing that came up in me was, we're blessed coming out. We're blessed going in. We're blessed. So it's blessed. So God told me to command the blessing of heaven so i don't I don't do good with all these kind of debates and arguments and stuff because i've already made the decision God's already told me how to pray i don 't have to go and try and reinvestigate it and reinstigate a different thing so and I want to talk about speed for a minute because I want you to understand why I get kind of legalistic almost anal about. Pray the word. What is the word that comes alive in you when you think about some defeat? See, this is, we're just like scratching the surface of stuff. You know, we're, we're only just like scratching. But actually, God has given his word to us. And if you need some help, come talk to us. Come talk to people who read the word, who've been given the word. You know, you're the head and not the tail. You're not facing some big exam in school that you're not going to pass. Everything that's coming at you, there's a reason. There's a reason. And there's there's a victorious way out of every situation. You just have to think, what's God gifted you with? Huh? What's God blessed you with? What do you have in your hand? Yeah, not giving up, Angela's saying. Listen, not giving up is part of how you play the game of life. I've never, no, when I start to give up, they won't let me. <laughs> Sometimes you want to. Sometimes you do go faint and weary, and you don't want to keep going. Galatians six nine, I think. You just think, "Oh, I've been round this way before." But then, you have to remember, you belong to God, and if He wants you to go round the houses again, or whatever it is, nations another time. It's because He's got to, something to teach you. So we're learning, and the thing about speed and light. I remember being lifted up out of my body. I didn't argue with, don't argue with the Holy Ghost. It just happened. I heard loud and clear, turn around, turn around, turn around. So I turned around. And I I looked up. I don't even know how it happened. You don't know when the supernatural starts moving, how. You don't worry about the logic of it. And I turned around and I looked up in the trees And just where the angels had said to look. And I saw this flashing light coming down in the sky. It was huge flashing. And I remember, huh? What is that? But before I had time to question it all, I was coming up out of my body. And the speed was so fast. But it was so slow. It was just like. Slow speed. Everything was slow speed. But I was just traveling up really fast. Now, how does that work? I don't know. I don't have all the answers. You'll have to ask Jesus. How does he do what he does? But he can do the impossible. And he always does. He always does. In Genesis, it talks about, for with the Lord, I think it's Genesis 18, with the Lord, nothing is impossible. Even the hard things. So, whatever you have in front of you that seems hard, you've let it become hard. It isn't hard, it's possible. So, I was coming up so fast. I don't know where we went then. We kind of went there for a minute and then we came back to here. We're in this room in London. Are you with me? (laughs) You're in this room in London. Oh, yes, this is where I am. Put your foot on the accelerator. Put your foot hard down on the accelerator in your life. If you know you've got something, if you shut your eyes really tight and you start to think about, what if this was my last day? What if this was our last day on the earth? What would you regret? You hadn't spoken to somebody. You hadn't done something. Is something you've been thinking about doing. I don't know. Do it. Do it. When you look at that airplane up there, it pew, suddenly hits the sound barrier and goes through. It's suddenly you're in another realm. If today is the day, and it could be. We don't know. None of us know. God doesn't know. He doesn't. God knows, but Jesus doesn't know. Okay? So let's get real about this. We don't know. We just have to make the most of today and receive the anointing. Receive. I don't know what anointing is on your life, but it's what you overcome in the earth. You know, when I started going after God, I just knew. I kept feeling, I've got to get to Los Angeles. I've got to get to Los Angeles. I didn't know why, but it was down here. It kept coming up. I've got to get there. And so I didn't know an unsaved friend in Norfolk was going to give me a two plane tickets for me and Jamie. Jamie, my son, who some of you saw at Christmas, he was only seven. No, he wasn't even that then. He was like three. He was a kid. You know, he was a hand-holding kid in those days. And um, it was just like... Gobsmacking, but God wanted me to go to Los Angeles to get away. And if God wants you somewhere, you need to go. Okay, you don't worry about all the stuff that happens, just go. Because many times stuff happens. Now, yes, a lot can be accomplished when, I mean, what is it? Two can put 10,000 to flight? What can we do in this room we can damage the whole spirit realm in fact in the name of jesus we do right now stand in the gap against any backlash from any praying any corporate praying or fasting we we just say no we put our foot on the accelerator and we move forward in the goodness of god if it isn't good don't do it don't go there don't think it okay because good thoughts take you up Okay. I know we're going to hear some words and Rod actually texted me a little before we started and said what's come out of the fast I want to hear, we want to hear from Deji, Deadgie. Deji's going to come up one of our precious elders amen and I want him to start sharing anything that's come out of this corporate fast because I think many times we fast and we think oh gosh this happened that happened it doesn't always happen that way sometimes things happen slowly in the natural slower than we would like them to happen but anyway hey church um so these are three testimonies that we've heard about um we are so convinced that there are many 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 more in our midst um but we're just going to begin with udoka so if you want to come up and share your testimony and then it will be Getty and then it will be antonia
2: you know when we have we, we give you the offering and we put up the declarations about jobs more jobs interest commissions debts paid off well my testimony is debts paid off yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and the, the interesting thing is how it happened how it happened now, this lady, um, she had been an English lady. She'd been a missionary in Kenya. She wasn't married. She'd been a teacher and a missionary in Kenya. And so we became friends. And then um, she developed... I always forget if it's ME or MS, but the one that gives you, makes you really weak and you can't... I think it's MS. ME, ME. She developed it really um, ser- serious ME. And... Um, so she couldn't actually have visitors, so it got to the stage where we couldn't meet, and we could only speak on the phone, and then it got to the stage where we could only email, because she was really, really severely ill with this, um, this disease, and very sensitive to smells, sound, light, she just couldn't bear anything near her, really. So we used to be in contact, and she was always very encouraging, a spiritual, you know, really spiritually enc- encouraging to me. Now, I'm just going to go back slightly, because I, many of you know that I gave up my job in June last year. And it was at the last fast that I took the decision. So when we were fasting in January 2018, it's just like the Lord said, and I got the courage to do that. Now, when I gave up my job, for some reason, I think it's God, I did not think about the money I owned, which was quite substantial, because I was paying it off gradually. And it didn't occur to me that, okay, you, you, you give up your job. How are you going to pay off this debt? And I didn't think about that. If I'd thought about that earlier, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't have given up my job. So that was the situation I was in. So then in, um, I think it was May, I got the news that this lady had passed away. And at her funeral, her brother, her only brother, said, um, she left something for you and another of her friends. Um, in her will, right, and so uh, the solicitors contacted me, but they just contacted me to say that um, yes, you, you know, your name is. We're, we're sorting everything out, so it's going to take a few months before you get it. So the few months came um, last this month, earlier this month, that the money that has enabled me to pay off my debts and other things I'm owing. The Lord has given me. So just keep believing God. Sometimes we make these declarations and we think, "Ah," but God is God and God has done it. So praise God. Awesome,
1: awesome. Geeta, if you want to come up, we're going to try and keep the testimonies quite short.
3: Um, Hello so um this is my first corporate fast and i have to say i'm quite blown away by you all um and i think it was a one evening when deji was praying like praying and breaking things off and um I, i the call was about to end and i all of a sudden i had this vision like i went i the way i the way i the way i describe it is Uh, It's like Star Trek for me. The portal opens, and I just, like, step in. And then this vision just starts to to unfold. And the vision was, um, and I said, Bobby, as I always do when I'm checking things. And just checking things, you know, because you have to check things. You have to make sure that the vision is correct. You don't want to be saying things, because I've had people say things. I'm like, no, I don't think so. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Seriously, got to be careful. So, I had a vision last night at the end of the CCF call that CCF was a game changer, both spiritually and communally. Healing signs and wonders. I saw fire coming off the rooftop of the building. I kept getting Azusa Street of our generation. I saw light and liquid gold pouring out of the building. I saw a CCF worship retreat and... I saw gigantic angels on all four corners of the church and I saw angels ascending and descending from heaven over our church. I saw enormous amount of activity. I woke up thinking about it and I thought I should share. So, yeah.
1: Amazing. Um, Awesome, awesome, awesome. Antonia, are you good to come up
0: and share yours? Um, As the fast started... Um, I usually use tongues just to get into that um, spiritual mind frame and spiritual environment and just to connect with God, Um, because that's like the language that he gave us. That's probably like one of the first things you get when you're baptized in the spirit. Um, And so I was watching something and uh, she said that basically, um, if you haven't had new tongues, let's just keep speaking in tongues until God gives us a new prayer language and I realized that I had the same tongues from since when I received them um, at six years old um, I heard my mum praying and she was like I was like what's that it's weird and she was like it's tongues you can have it you just pray for it and then at the back of the car on the way um, home from service I was just speaking and she was like that sounds like tongues and from then on I've just been speaking in tongues it wasn't like a, a moment but it just came naturally. But I realized I've been speaking the same tongues. Um, I'm now 22 um, since I was six. And so I didn't realize you could contend for a new prayer language. You know, I don't know. I don't know the theology of it all, but, you know, this enlightened me to that. So the next day I started my day um, praying in tongues and I noticed that it was changing. Like it didn't happen the day before, but it was changing and it sounded very different And I realized it wasn't me because I usually just go into my tongues and that's what it sounds like. But it sounded really different. Um, And so then after that, the day after, um, I was like, Lord, what can you do with tongues? Like, what more is there? And then basically I was praying in tongues um, and in my head I could feel the translation, like just coming into my head. And I was like, wow, what is that? Because this is kind of strange. Like I could hear it, maybe not verbatim, but like just the actual, um, translation. And so I was like, Lord, what, what, what do you want that for? What is that? And he was like, it doesn't end at tongues. Like my spirit is powerful to do so much more. Like the prophetic words of knowledge, um, healings, miracles, signs and wonders. But when we just, when we get saved and we get baptized, we stick to the tongues sometimes. Um, and so he's like, go beyond the tongues. Like the tongues are supposed to take you further
4: I guess and so yeah that's my testimony Hi Church Um, so about 10 days ago um, I think well in this context the fast for me was more about establishing the fellowship with, with the Holy Spirit just learning just to hear him you know, and be obedient. So, yeah, about 10 days ago, uh, I'm walking into work really early for basketball. So I pop into Tesco, as is my custom. Um, And I just looked uh, to the side and I saw the the lady behind the till. She was slumped over the till, holding her head, squinting at everything. So I I turned away and the Holy Spirit was like, she's got a migraine. I said, okay, Cool. Now, this lady is probably one of the most difficult people you will ever meet in your life. Doesn't say good morning. I mean, it is six o'clock in the morning, but she's not a pleasant lady. I've tried to, you know, break down that board and just, saying, you know, hi, how you doing? Just very, very plain-faced. Um, yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. And then God was like, well, why don't you do something about it? Okay. So I get in the queue, and, you know, she said, all right, next. So I come over and I said, you know, is everything okay? And I've got a really bad cold and a migraine. And then it was like the Holy Spirit was saying it and I was saying it like instantaneously. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to pray for you. And she goes, okay. I said, and it's going to go. She said, okay. And I said, give it half an hour. And she was like, fine. And God was like, now walk out. So, so I prayed for my staff. I walk out the Tesco now. And to be honest, I was like, God, you have really <laughs> pissed me on this one. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm okay with healing the sick, but you've given me a time limit on this one. This is a half an hour. It's got to be gone. Um, and sorry, one more thing I did say to him. I said, well, I'll be back tomorrow to check in with you. Um, so I walk out and I'm like, God, half an hour. Okay, cool. So he said, well, just just pray. So I'm walking into work and I'm just praying and just lifting up the name of Jesus and declaring healing over her um, as we do. So next morning again, I wake up early. I wasn't planning to go to Tesco a second time, but because I made a promise, I had to go back. So I walk in and she has the biggest smile on her face. I've never, I've never seen her smile. So I'm like, okay. So I wasn't actually going in to buy anything. So I just like kind of tried to catch her attention, I'm standing there. And she sees me and I said, what happened? Did did it go? She was like, oh, yes, thank you. Oh, yes, thank you. Yeah, he did it. Um, Thank you very much. And I was like, it's okay, it's okay. And she was cracking jokes and and laughing and and smiling and this and that. And I just stood there for a moment. I went, "Ah, Jesus. All right, let me go. So I walked out. Now, there's actually an added bit to it, um, which is ongoing. So yes, yeah, so she's healed, and I'm rejoicing. I shared it with the worship team, and I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Um, there were there were quite a few healings over the past two weeks. Um, but then the next day, when I was walking again past the Tesco, and God said, um, "Go in and talk to her." So I was like, "Okay," about what? He said, "Grandkids." Okay, cool. So I walked in, and you know, I'm paying for myself today. Oh, do you have grandkids? She said, "Yes." Holy Spirit says, 18. says, one of them, 18? She goes, yes. And then he said, uni. So is he going off to uni? She's like, yeah, do you know him? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said, no, I don't actually, I, I don't. And there was nothing. So I'm like, Lord, this is a really awkward place to leave this conversation. I, said, anyway, I buy my stuff and I walk out. So I said, Lord, what is that about? And he said, uh, grandson has a drug problem that she doesn't know about and he needs to sort it out before he goes to uni. Can you pray? And so that was my job that day to intercede for a grandson. I don't know whether I hear about it or not, it's not important. Our job is to stand in the gap it's a greater privilege to do. We
3: believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org
0: and feel free to join us on any Sunday.